Some people be like, you Jack, bro, look at you. Oh, yeah, look at those guns. Uh. You know, I was trying to be Mr. Macho Man. Or I was doing stuff for, like, recognition. Um, and I never even thought that I was the type of person that wanted recognition until I really got real with myself. And I was like, what's the purpose of, like, a lot of the stuff you're doing? Like, did you do this for the right reasons or did you do this for admiration and for people to be like Tyler oh my gosh and I've really started to try to take a step back and look at things for what they really are so I took this like week-long break from Facebook and social media just to kind of gauge where my head was at like are you making these videos are you doing everything like is this for you is this benefiting like you are you what are you doing this for are you doing it for those little stupid hearts that pop up Bing, bong, bong, bing, hard, hard, hard. And then it's like, oh my gosh, everybody loves me. This is amazing. That, and I recognized that I started doing it for the right reasons. And then I started to look at all the hearts. And I was like, why doesn't anybody like me? And it started to make me feel like, huh, like people don't like me. But deep down... I started to think about why did you start to do this? Like trying to be self-aware and be like, why, why did you start this? Why did you start this podcast? Why do you do your little TikTok videos? Why do you do this and that? And I recognized when I started doing all this, it was the energy I was creating and I was putting out there. It was good energy for myself. And so that I kind of came back to the simplicity of why am I doing this? And it's because I enjoy writing the songs. I enjoy playing the songs. I enjoy uh, doing the jokes. And a lot of it, it just keeps me in a positive mindset. Like when I'm doing this stuff, it makes me happy. And like I share it. And the reason I share it is I did a post just recently, but I'm trying to overcome fears. And so for me, like my biggest fear has always been like rejection. Just what if I put this out there and people say like, wow, you suck at singing, you big douche. <laughs> it's like you go on Facebook and you're looking for the comments like, okay, what do people think? And sometimes you'll post a video and you put your whole heart into it and you get like a like, one like, oh man, that's so depressing. But then you go back to the moment. So I just posted this. Uh, I did a song. It's from that movie. Uh, born. A star is born. The one that's an Arizona sky. Burning in your eyes. So like I wrote that. I kind of was just messing around on my guitar. Just kind of heard the chords in my head. And so I started to just kind of play it how, how I heard it. And then I posted it, and I got, like, two likes, maybe, and didn't really get very much out of it. But, like, when I was playing it and I was in that moment, like, it was the best energy. And so I always think about that scripture because I did grow up religious, and I still still a lot of value that comes from Christ and biblical stories. But there's a scripture that talks about, like, if you take your talents and you hide them, this is going to be butchered, but if you take your shit and you bury it underneath another pile of shit, then you're not going to be able to progress and have more talents. 
Basically, you got to share your talents to keep your talents. All right, is that what it is? Don't hide your hide your talents under the bushels or the lights or the candlesticks or the I don't know what the freak it says, but you know what I'm saying. So I put stuff out there because in my mind, I'm more afraid to lose what I'm passionate about, to lose the positive energy, than to put it out there and be rejected. And so the fear for me, the bigger fear in my mind is what if I don't do this and then I don't even give myself a chance to see what could happen? So my being self-aware of that makes it so I can overcome that fear. And so that to me is powerful and that to me is the message I want to convey to all of you. Because how many times in your life like things are just going bad and like this partner screwed me over and this job and the rates and like I have so many excuses when I was a farmer's insurance agent as to why I wasn't successful when all around me there was agents that were successful writing policies, getting life insurance and I'm like that's because they're bigger than me and that's because the corporate likes them more and I just came up with excuse after excuse after excuse and what happened eventually like I sold my agency. I didn't enjoy it. was a big part of it, but I came up with excuses and eventually it made it so that didn't work out. And so I wish I was more grown up at the time and could take a deeper like look into myself. I've always, I feel like I've always tried to be self-aware, but there's a lot of stuff recently that has come up where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, am I really like that? Like, is this really how I am? And the reality is, yes. Like, I started to do this weird thing the other, like, so right when I got divorced, I have, so I have some really close friends. And so we would talk, and I just realized, like, dang, I feel like I'm talking a lot. And so I got out that little audio thing, and I started, I just record, like, five minutes of the conversation, not to, like, use it against these people or anything, but just when you listen to the audio, you can see, it's almost like those uh, machines at the doctor's office where the heart beats like beep, 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 and so it shows your voice and like where it goes up and down, and so you can tell when it's you because it has the same height, like the curve will go up to the same height, and then somebody else talks and it's a little bit different, so I just went through, I started going through it and just looking and being like, holy shit, this is a problem. Like, you talk too much. Like, maybe that's why. And I always, like, put all this blame and everything on, like, religion and blame on my parents and blame on my spouse and blame, blame, blame. And I'm, like, a great person and everything just, everybody's out to get me. And, like, I did that and I started to look at this and I was like, wow, like, maybe you should shut up. Maybe you should shut the hell up and listen more. So this podcast is good for me because I can just finally be like, just talking my ass off. Just talk, talk, talk. And then when I get with people, I'm very self-aware. I try to listen. I still probably talk too much. But I just have too much going on up in my brain. But it is nice to like every once in a while just take a step back. Look at your life and look at like where you're at and just kind of see like what's happening. Um, I also met with this other guy 
So I was his insurance agent, and we've stayed in touch over the years. Great guy. We get together, have coffee every once in a while. But we met up yesterday, and we were just – we had a real talk. Like, you know how a lot of times you just get together, and it's, how's business? What are you doing to grow business? How's your kids? How's this and that? Like, no, we got, like, deep, like, about childhood and about parents and about – um. Just about a lot of stuff that you don't usually bring up, but this podcast was a big reason for why this friend of mine felt comfortable to open up to me. And he basically said to me, like, it is, I love your podcast, I love listening, one thing that's frustrating is to hear your whole life story, and then, like, there's no chance for me to communicate with you. So he sent me texts and sent me pictures of, like, his kids and his wife and... He's like, send me pictures of your kids. And so we were kind of going back and forth and just interacting just to make it feel like this person he's listening to, he can have a conversation with. And so it's nice because for him to tell me that, it makes me self-aware of what people, because I want to know what people want. Like I want to know, I want to put messages out that are helpful. So I have an email. It's kingofcorona2020 at gmail.com. So if you guys ever want to email me, um, I don't want to get my phone number out on here because I already get blown up enough as it is trying to run a business and a lot of customers have it. You know how life is. I just, I can't, I can't do that. But I mean, with certain people, I'll definitely give it out. We can go back and forth. I think most people that listen to me probably know me and have my phone number. And so eventually this will be maybe a problem if it keeps growing and and people share this, and um, it becomes something one day, which I'm hoping it will. But like I said, I'm also self-aware enough to realize, like, what I, what am I doing with this podcast? So as I mentioned before, I, well, let me get back. I, was, I just totally lost my train of thought. But I was with this friend, and so we were just talking, getting really deep, and then. It was just really nice for me to be able to hear somebody else being vulnerable and sharing things about themselves. And then he was just talking to me about um, being guided. He's like, your podcast is really nice because it's like a guide for certain people that can help people along because it's really hard to experience or know or feel things or have things that you've never had. So you need a guide to help you through life and to help you through hard times. And so he was basically saying to me, like, who, he was asking me, who's your guide? Like, who's your guide? And I was just mentioning, like, I do, I listen to really uplifting podcast books, and I use kind of other podcasts and other people's positivity, friends that want to get deep and want to have real conversations. I use them as my guide to be able to possibly try to help guide other people. But he did make a valid point. Like, I need guidance just as like I give advice and I try to be helpful but I'm not exempt from life's problems I'm not exempt from like falling off the path and losing routines and like hard things happen to all of us and so it's really nice to be able to have guidance and have people that can help you through life but so I just appreciate like the people that I am able to communicate with and talk to on these deep levels like that life coach I have we still get together and talk and it's just turned into like a friendship where that those people believe in me and I believe in them 
And so a lot of times you feel crazy. Like you're like, yeah, I made a podcast. Like imagine I meet new people and they're like, so what do you do for fun? Especially dating. I started a podcast. They're like, oh, so you think you're like special, huh? Well, a lot of people think it's cool, but you can imagine how it might come across a little bit like, huh? Like, what's this guy think? Like, why does he think he could have a podcast? And so, but like, I'm self-aware to realize, like, I know what, I know what a lot of people think. I know, but I don't care what everybody thinks because that's part of this whole process. I was saying to this guy I went to coffee with that this is kind of an experiment for me. Like, I'm kind of putting, I'm putting this stuff out there to kind of see who does this relate to and is my voice something that's even wanted right now? Do people want to hear what I have to put out? Or is what I'm putting out obnoxious and people are just like, shut the hell up. <laughs> so I'm willing to accept feedback. I'm willing to accept like rejection. I'm, I, I really am okay if I do this podcast and I post it and I get zero views and zero likes. Like, I've gotten to the point where it's okay. Like, it's okay because I know why I'm doing this. And then also, like, just so everybody kind of knows my vision with this podcast and what I want this to be, I would like this to be something where I eventually have guests on and I pick people that are willing to be vulnerable um, and have gone through hard things and can help other people recognize the hard things that they've gone through and come up with some sort of tips, solutions, things that can help people get through hard times. And so I have a lot, like everybody's gone through something hard. um, And my goal is just to help people get unstuck. Like I was saying to my friend, in life, every, it seems like most people, not everybody, but most people hit like this comfort level. And so you're just comfortable because you have like religion, you have like close knit family, you have like everything's just super comfortable. And so you don't really want things to change. And so you just try to stay the same. Just try as hard as you can to stay the same and stay like, I'm going to grip onto this and I'm going to rip it, grip it as tight as I can. And I was talking to this other guy. So I talked to a lot of people. I was talking to this other guy and we were talking about um, people with like religious backgrounds and how they just, it's like this like death grip of like, these are my beliefs. Don't talk to me about anything. Like, this is what I believe. And this is like not going to change. You're not going to, you're not going to change my beliefs, which is okay. Everybody's entitled to what they want, but it's, it's, unfortunate for those people what they're missing out on because they're trying so hard to keep to keep things the same when like when you allow yourself to grow there's so much more to life there's so much more beauty and so much more fulfillment and enjoyment and it's just like I just want people to be able to just continue to grow like to be able to cross the ocean, to be able to leave, to leave something comfortable. Like the most uncomfortable I feel, I've recognized this about myself, the most uncomfortable 
spot for me in life is when I feel really comfortable. It's like this like nervous anxiety, like, okay, things are too comfortable right now. Like, that's why I put myself in positions to be uncomfortable. And that's what it takes to get to the next level, to hit your dreams. I listened to this podcast the other day and this guy was talking about like how he was going after his dreams. And he was like, if I could measure, if I could have measured like where kind of my dreams took off and where I was about to go back to what I knew to this comfort level, he's like, it was so close for me just to give up on my dreams and go back to like just normal nine to five job, do everything just the way most people do everything. And he's like, how unfortunate because I stuck with it and now my life is like amazing. And how many people are right at the verge of something incredible happening, happening, and then they just basically abandon it. And it all comes down to being self-aware enough to recognize like, this guy was talking about also like, be self-aware enough to know your weaknesses. Like for me, for example, like, I feel like I'm very good at sales. I'm a very good, like, good with people. I like to, I like to sell things, but I really like to sell myself. And if I have a product I believe in, I do a really good job presenting it. But managing people and personalities and, like, trying to fire and hire and all that stuff is not really, like, my specialty. And so, but I can get people in place to do things that I'm not great at. And so it's recognizing, like, what are you good at? Are you this? Are you CEO material? Maybe not. But is that a bad thing? Maybe you could be the regional salesperson, and then the CEO position doesn't have to be you. Like, a lot of these big companies, they, like, they'll start a company, and then they'll hire a CEO to run the company for them because maybe they were just creative, but that doesn't mean that they know how to run a big company and do everything that's necessary to keep that company growing and, and busy. But, uh, so yeah, like I just, uh, I think it's very important to be self-aware to just take a step back, look at your life. I, I can't even tell you how many things I recognize about myself. Like every day, like when you catch yourself, just, you just, you care so much about like these little teeny things. Um, if you listen to Joe Rogan, he always talks about, how we're this little ball of nothing just spinning around on this planet in the middle of this outer space and there's comets and asteroids and shit flying all over the place. At any second we could get hit and be done. Like solar flares could end us. Like we're like these little micro like bacteria and we're all stressed out because one day we wake up and it's like, there's no way I can go in public because I have a pimple. I will not be seen. And it's like, give me a freaking break. Like, today the whole world could end. And you're going to sit in bed and waste a day because you have, like, this little blemish. If something that is so insignificant, like, that is something you want to be self-aware about. And you want to, like, recognize and put yourself in, like, if you're very vain and you look at yourself all the time in the mirror and you're like very, very, like, hard on yourself, or, like, your hair is falling out, and you just don't, you can't accept the fact that you're going bald, and so you try to, like, cover it up, it's like, just think about, in the grand scheme of things, like, what is that, what does that mean, 
it's really nothing. And like who you are is your soul, it's your energy. And you should be able to be, just be you regardless of like these little teeny external things. Like if you're put off by somebody because of their appearance, like they have facial hair, they have tattoos, or they have a bald head, and you have stereotyped people, like my very best friend, all the way back from like middle school, we're still really close like he's covered in tattoos has a look where like if you saw him you'd be like oh wow he's like probably like a harley biker and like you could easily stereotype him nicest guy you've ever met in your entire life like everybody loves him and what's cool is like he doesn't let it affect him like he doesn't care what people think he's himself and his energy and his soul and everything about him radiates who he is so shout out to you Tyler, if you're listening, Tyler and Tyler, that was us growing up. TNT! Everybody thought it was hilarious. We'd ride the bus together and people would be like, hey, Tyler! And we'd both look and they'd be like, it's <laughs> the most annoying damn thing in the world. So, anyway, shout out to Tyler, awesome friend, um, to all my buddies that reach out to me and we are able to get deep and talk about real issues like I appreciate all of you guys and I hopefully I hopefully see my English is horrible hopefully like this message today will make you just like just sit still for five minutes just sit there just think like okay Tyler like he recognized all this stuff in himself I'm sure he doesn't want to recognize it and change because changing is hard But, like, for me, I know for a fact there's things about myself in relationships that if I want a good, healthy relationship, I need to accept and love myself completely, fully. Like that guy Ruben in the shower was talking about how you can go buy gifts for yourself. Like, do something cool. Like, accomplish something. And then, like, do something for yourself. Like, I'm that person that I can't celebrate my accomplishments. Like, I'll go run that 50-mile race, and then when I finish, I'm thinking, like, how do I do 100 miles? Like, I should go do, like, go. And, like, that night I did go out with my buddy Tyler and my kids and we, my brother Eric and we all, Tyler's wife Kara and then his mom, and we just had some drinks and had, like, a good fun night, and I did celebrate. But celebrating your accomplishments and treating yourself to a good life and two things that you deserve like just recognize that you do deserve that you do deserve a good life like my brother that owns the solar company that I work for like he deserves what he has because he worked for it and if you listen to Joe Rogan also you got like Cam Haynes on there and he's always talking about how people people always say must be nice must be nice and how much it annoys him because he's worked his butt off to get where he's at and so yeah it probably is nice for him now that he's where he's at but guy gets up and runs like a marathon every day shoots his bow like all the time he has a full-time job like he's dedicated to get the things that he wants so if you want the things in life that you want how dedicated are you how much self-discipline do you have to get those things and i would say it's pretty safe to say that if you're not making sacrifices and you're not doing anything to change 
your current situation and to get the things that you want, that it's because you're not willing to be self-aware and to critique yourself and to recognize that um, you need to take a step in a direction that's uncomfortable. So do that. Put yourself in some in a situation that's uncomfortable. Put yourself in a situation where you don't want to wake up at four in the morning and go on a run, run one mile, run two miles, do something that just sucks. Like I just went and jumped in an ice cold, freezing cold pool and it was snowing out. And why did I do that? Because I knew how much it was going to suck. And I knew I wasn't going to die from it. So I, you can get yourself to do this stuff. And if you have to have people push you to do stuff like that's why the army is successful. That's why religion's successful because you are just not self-disciplined enough to make the big hard decisions on your own. And so you want people to make those decisions for you. Change that mindset. Put yourself in a position where you're making the tough decisions and you're doing the things for the right reasons. Get on a good diet because it's good for you. Because it makes you feel better. Because you think better. Get on a good exercise routine because it's good for you. Because it makes you look better. makes you feel better get serious about reading and like doing pot like I listened to a book called master my emotions why would I get that book because I'm self-aware enough to know that my emotions sometimes control me and I'm like why won't this girl text me I've texted her so many times I'm so nice to her it's like because you're a needy little bitch (laughs) because you're a needy little bitch dude like just like let people be them you be you and just become a little bit more self-aware every day, and your life will get better. I'm going to end this right at 30 minutes. I haven't done this in forever. One, two, three, beep.